0: You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i shall dwell in the house of the lord forever thank you for joining me for this psalm 23 bible study the lord our shepherd My name is Ruth Douthit, and I'm a teacher of God's Word, and I started this podcast to share my insights. As I study God's Word, I want to share what I've learned with others. Welcome to Lesson 3 of the Lord is my Shepherd Bible Study. The Restorer When we read the Psalms of David, we can easily see how well he knew the Lord God. We read, how close their relationship was. When I think of the music of David and how heartfelt his psalms were, I like to imagine what his music will be like in the new Jerusalem when there is no more sin or sadness, just worship. Just imagine the words to his songs of praise then and how everyone will be singing in heaven. Just imagine how they're singing in heaven right now. How do you define restoration? Think of someone who's restoring a piece of furniture or a home, a dilapidated home. What does it take to restore something? Psalm 23, 3, a prayer for guidance. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. In this lesson, we'll look at how God restores us and how he is our good shepherd as we read in Ezekiel 34 verses 13 through 15 we read that God would act as the Good Shepherd of His people He announces that He will bring His sheep out from among the peoples and gather them from other countries to their own land how this must have been music to His people's ears for many of them had been in exile in other nations and God was promising to gather them together And bring them home. Now those of us born in America know nothing about wandering without a land. We know nothing about living amongst our enemies where we are hated and despised and oppressed. But I truly feel our time is coming. Way back in 2012 I had a chance to visit a small town in Slovakia during a short-term mission with our church. My fellow missionaries and I were walking down the street one afternoon when an older man approached us. He was speaking in Slovensko, so we couldn't understand him, but he seemed to be saying something kind as he approached with open arms. He reached out for our hands and kissed each one as we spoke. Our translators with us told us that he was thanking Americans and telling us how much he loved America. We feverishly shook his hand out of gratitude And frankly, we didn't know what else to do. Here was this man who had endured Hitler, World War II, communism under Stalin, and socialism, thanking us for America because he knew it was America that had freed and helped end these horrible regimes. We Americans walked through that small Eastern European town, still littered with the ugly remnants of communism. You know, those stoic and bland architectural structures and old guard blockades at the borders but we were completely unable to empathize and sympathize with the plight of these people we met we have never known such oppression and it was truly humbling we would be wise to heed the words of our lord written here in ezekiel 34 so that we can remember that these promises apply to us now we have the good shepherd to lead us bring us feed us and take care of us. Remember the covenant promises to provide, protect, and bless us with His presence. He is Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, and Emmanuel. The name Jehovah reminds us not to put our trust in earthly shepherds because they will disappoint us every time. It is God who provides he gave his people judges and prophets and priests and kings, just as the people had asked him for. But we do not pray in the name of David or Hezekiah or Isaiah. No, we pray in the name of Jesus, because he is our perfect shepherd. As we read in Jeremiah 23 verses 3-8, through Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, declares the Lord, Then I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the countries where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. In these verses, God himself is saying that he would provide, and he did. In these passages of scripture, the Lord God did provide for us an earthly shepherd who suffered temptations and passed every test, so that we can have a perfect example of how to be good servants here on earth. Jesus called himself the good shepherd, making himself equal to God, because we can't have two good shepherds, right? Just one. And in John chapter 5 and in John chapter 10, we see that that's when the people rose up to kill Jesus, because he made himself equal to God. In Isaiah 40, we are told that our shepherd gently holds us in his arms where we are safest. Picture that in your mind try and feel the arms of your Lord and Savior around you, carrying you through the hardest times. How does that make you feel? Maybe you're a little downtrodden lately. In Psalm 51, verses 12 through 13, we can cry out to God and ask Him to restore the joy of our salvation. Do that today. Ask Jesus to restore the joy of your salvation within you today. In Psalm 23, 3, it says, he guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The paths of righteousness. What are those paths? In 1 John 1, 6 through 7, John tells us to walk in the light as God is in the light so that we may have fellowship with him and be cleansed. We know the world's paths are scary at times because they're dark. But God's paths are light because there is no darkness in him. We have learned so far that the Lord provides for us so that we want for nothing. He makes us lie down and rest and he restores our souls. We have also learned that he guides us in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. His name is equal to the Ark of the Covenant we learn in 2 Samuel. His name is written on our hearts. His name is His character. We are His temple now. So what's in a name? When you look up the various names of God in Scripture, you see a beautiful story being told of how He is Lord and God and Master and the God of all eternity, He is the counselor and He is the author and finisher of our faith. So he leads us down paths of righteousness that we may be cleansed and be safe. And then his covenant is cleansed. His very name is cleansed and praised and glorified. In Psalm 25, 4 through 5, we are told, Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. Yes, we cry out to God and ask Him to show us His ways, and to lead us in His way and in His light. For we know no truth apart from God, we ask Him to be the God of our souls this day. How important is it to you that God's ways are not our ways? How does that fact encourage you? I mean, would you prefer that God was a man? I don't. I want him to be separated from us. I don't want him to be like us, like that old song in the 90s, what if God were one of us? That would be a depressing thing. I want my God to be perfect, set apart from this world, constant and unchanging, and that's the God of the Bible. Reflect on the joy of your salvation on that day when you prayed and accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Maybe with all the stress and anxiety around us today, that feeling of joy has dissipated. Remember, God restores our souls. Ask Him today to restore to you that joy. Maybe you haven't asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior yet. Our God draws near to those who draw near to Him. So to experience true joy that this world does not offer I urge you to pray today to accept Jesus. In Romans 10, it says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. In our next lesson, we're going to look at what it means to have the Lord protect us from our enemies and what it means to be punished or disciplined by a very holy God. Thank you so much for joining me in Lesson 3 of the Lord Our Shepherd Bible Study. I'm glad that you're here and hope that you have learned much. I hope that the Lord has encouraged you through the reading of His Word. Until next time, God bless.